What's up, everybody? We're back, Get Fit ASAP podcast. We're here today with Coach Josh, his wife, Angela, and her friend, yeah. Lottie. <laughs> her friend. Not a sister, not a sibling. Okay. Yeah. No relation. Uh, today we're talking about, I guess, we'll cross Running, CrossFit, motherhood, and all of those encompassed together and how that all works as one big unit. So I think we're going to have to dive into a lot of... A lot of different shelves here, so it should be pretty fun. A little bit of everything. So, uh, first thing, uh, just like to introduce the ladies again, Angela and Lottie. Uh, they are our sponsored athletes for ASAP Fitness. They do compete in running, so trail running, road running, all that kind of stuff. So, we sponsored them about a month ago after you guys won, what, second and fourth place in the Elk Grove Half Marathon. Uh, picked you guys up, so now they're ambassadors for, for ASAP, basically. Um, so, I've been training them for, what, Lottie, you've been around for two years now? Mm-hmm. 12 years? years? So. <laughs> I wish, man. That'd be awesome. We went in Boston by now. So uh, two years I've been coaching these young ladies. Uh, I've been what here at ASAP now for going on a year. It's only Is like it? nine months, something like that. Yeah, dude. nine months. But September, huh? Yeah, October of last October, year. Something like that? Yeah, October probably. So anywho, so training these guys. So I want to kind of dive into, um, we'll do a little bit of brief history on you guys real quick. So Lottie, we'll start off with you. So first of all, like how long have you been running in general? Not competitively or anything, just running. Since I was in middle school. Since you're in middle school, yep. so when did that first become like a competitive type thing? Um, when I was college, um, moved out. Let's see, yeah, my freshman year of college. Or no, just before. I guess senior year in high school, I started mm-hmm. running um, more competitively and did my first half. But it wasn't even competitive. I did it with my mom and my sister. So yeah. it was more just let's see if we can do it. Fair enough. But you actually signed. You signed up for an event. Had signed to pay an entry fee. So yep. we'll, we'll take that as first ever competitive. Because even when people like compete in CrossFit, like a lot of people do their first competition, they're not looking to. They're not going to win. Yeah. yeah. They just you know they're just signing up because it's like fun. I have it. Yeah. There was a reason to train a little bit harder or something to actually sign up for. Mm-hmm. Uh, Angela, how about you? When did you start running? Um, we started mainly with obstacle course running in South Carolina. So about seven years ago, six mm-hmm. years ago, um, and that introduced me to having to run. You know more than the 400 meters 800 meters that we see in CrossFit so we did a little bit of mileage there but then um, I didn't do my first half until I met Lottie two years ago so um, <laughs> I would say I became like a more serious runner um, when we met about two years ago okay so you're still you're pretty new to the sport of just running by itself but competitive yes. in OCR before that did, so. did you guys play track or do track? No. Or, no? no? I was curious. I didn't either. Cross country? Like the run coach and I do track. My school didn't have track, so yeah. that's oh. why I didn't do it. But we had I, track, but we only had like core sports. My track was one of them. Yeah. I tried it out for a week in middle school, but the coach said I wasn't sweating enough, so I felt like I wasn't trying hard enough, <laughs> nice. so I quit. <laughs> I don't sweat that much, so it's like, <laughs> I don't oh, that's a good indicator of a... Uh, that's not a good indicator. Yeah, not a good, yeah, definitely not a good indicator. Plus, the more seasoned athlete you are, the more sweat. You should be more sweaty, mm. so because your body knows how to cool itself cool down faster. Better. I read it in the book. Maybe I'm not. Maybe I'm not cooling down properly. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe you're just old. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'm not getting younger. <laughs> so next thing I want to talk about. Uh, I want to talk a little bit while we're just on the subject of running, like training. What it's looked like in the past. Uh, what transitions or changes you've made over the past few years, uh, and kind of what it looks like now. So we don't have to get super technical about it by any means. But when you first started running, like what did that look like? Was it just casual? It was was just running. Yeah. Um, So, like, when I started doing more, like, half marathons, um, because before that it was just like, oh, I'm going to do a 5K, and it was just for fun. You know, I never tried to race it. I never Mm -hmm. tried to pay attention to my pace. Um, And I would do 10Ks, too, just for fun or with people or to support a certain fundraiser company or whatever. Um, But once I started doing halves, I started 
you know, I'd have like a speed day and then I'd have my long distance. For a little while, when I was in Vacaville, about like five years ago-ish, I started mm -hmm. joining like Fleet Feet and we yeah. had a running crew mm -hmm. that I did. And so then we had like hill work, speed day, and then the long run, short run. Yeah. And that was kind of so your typical my training regular was like three thing. days a week? Yeah. You said? Yeah. yeah. About three, maybe four days. And it was just running. And then what were you doing on the days that you weren't running? What were you doing the other four days of the week? If I wanted to do something more, I might swim um, or I'd just run because I, yeah. I really, that was it. It was running. Fair enough. Yeah. And then, Angela, as far as you go, um, the same thing pretty much. Just kind of how did you start when you started running specifically? And then kind of how is that, like, how much volume do you think you're doing? I know, but I remember everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, when we first started running two years ago, we were just casually running because we had the little ones, like they were about like three or four months. So that was just like slow, steady running. Um, trying to build up again. Yeah, trying to build up again. And then, um, but I've always pretty much had some element of cross training in my programming mm -hmm. because that's we got into CrossFit first and then came running. So I never really let go of some type of cross training. Like yeah. no matter what running I was doing, there was always some element of weights. Um, even if it wasn't CrossFit before that, we were more like bodybuilding style. And, um, well, I didn't run much then I did girls on the run and that was like a small run program for, um, fifth graders. So we ran a little bit there, but I always had some type of strength or weight lifting in my, um, run program yeah. even if it wasn't like intentional like oh I'm getting stronger to run it was just like oh I lift weights because I enjoy that and I run on the side mm. yeah fair enough so let's go ahead and fast forward that now to let's just go back to two years ago like when you guys first met and stuff uh, obviously we know it, it started off as just a casual like oh you guys had kids around the same time you met through a mom's group right online like a Facebook mom's group that or something like that Right? Yeah, we, we, uh, we met nursing. through no. a nursing Facebook page. I um, saw... Did you slide in her DM? Yes, so, yeah. I did. That's exactly what happened. <laughs> I saw her profile picture was like a running for two tank top. And I was That's like, funny. she runs. I need mom friends that are fit because I didn't... None of my other friends had children, you know, kids right now. So um, getting back into shape, like that's like way different when you have a little one. You have to kind of go around that. So... I a Facebook messenger her and I was like, hey, this is kind of weird, but you know, um, do you run? <laughs> you know, I have my jogging stroller and I haven't gotten out yet. And then um, we ended up meeting up at Pete's Coffee for after she got her jogging stroller. She's like, I ordered it, but it's still coming in off Amazon. <laughs> so we had to wait for her jogging stroller to get there. And then when we met, we found out our boys are a day apart, oh, which fun. is. Um, really crazy so um, well the first time I met Josh he had that stroller yeah, yeah. That was very... the, the Bob we'll, stroller we'll the stroller we'll have that conversation one day on the podcast that was pretty funny how yeah. I got the job here so yeah but that's how we met was through Facebook and it was very outside my comfort zone to reach out to someone that I don't know and like be like hey you want to hang out because as an adult <laughs> you just don't do that oh yes um, friends so that's <laughs> and then it's yeah, just how do you kind find of... friends when you're adult I think everybody can kind of like sympathize with that one it's like I think we all after high school college you're like well what do I do now yeah. how do I find a new friends you get so. tired of your knuckleheads from high school that just don't want to get along with it right so anywho uh let's go on into uh real quick 
So you guys just met. You were just doing casual runs, basically. Mm-hmm. There was no, you guys didn't just meet up and be like, hey, let's run a marathon or do something really crazy. Yeah. It was just like, hey, let's be friends. Let's now run. Now two years ago? Yeah, yeah, two years ago. So uh, from there to now, uh, I think we can kind of fast forward. Everybody knows how the progression is going to work. It's, you know, you, you start to run a little more serious. You start to sign up for more races. And obviously you guys started off with like half marathon. You did it together. Uh, what race was that? Half, was it the Elk Grove? It was the Elk Grove. Elk Grove running in the Elk 2017. 2017? Yeah. Yes. Or was it 16? No, no 2017. 17? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. We took a full year of like running together for fun. Mm-hmm. And then Just we were that. like... Let's do a half. Gotcha. Yeah. And then what did, so when you started training specifically for that, what did your training look like at that point? So you went from casual running to, did you guys actually have a run program leading up to that? Yes. Yeah. We did. Because yeah, we yeah. went to, um, we are part of Moms Run This Town Elk Grove, and we went to an informational meeting yes. that was like, here's your run plan. Yeah. Okay. Um, and so we followed that mm-hmm. to like build up our mileage. Cool. And then what, what did that kind of look like? What was the volume like? Was it five days a week, four days a week, three days a week? it was five or four. I want to say four. Yeah, four And then we gave it to okay. you and we we're like, what should we do with this? Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll dive into that a little bit later. That's what I do with everything. Uh, we'll dive into that later. But um, yeah, so you got this general plan right. or whatever and then you guys did the half marathon. Mm-hmm. Uh, how'd you guys do? Do you guys remember how you did the half? Yes, we placed. Age group placed. Yeah, we did. Remember? Because we got yeah. those little medallions and we're like, what? <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Which was cool. Because we cool. weren't, I mean, we had no goal. Sub we were two like, hour? Definitely, right? It was 149. Yeah. Yeah, that's what we came in under. 149? Yeah, 149. Yeah. I thought so it would be seven. One. The one that was like, dying <laughs> Yeah. Was that with or without strollers? No, that was without. Without, okay. Yeah, it would have been cooler curious. with, for sure. How often do you run with or without strollers? We used that to first, training that goes. first year all the time with yeah. strollers. Mm-hmm. We were, we were, were joking about yeah. bringing our stroller out for that one, yes, slash we half serious, because we always Do you think that helps the training? Absolutely. Not really. Oh, you think it does? It's hard to say, because right, maybe hard. the form's different, but you're pushing something heavier. So right. I think yeah. that it, for me, I feel like it helped with, once I didn't have it, then I was able to like get into a stride. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But so I like think that it helped. Yeah. It yeah. just... I don't know. It adds resistance. Unhook the trailer. You're like, all right, I feel good now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it definitely adds some resistance. I mean, I've run with it quite a bit. It definitely – I think it makes you a better runner, having to run yeah. with it for sure. I would definitely take – I mean, if I do a real training cycle, I'd definitely throw it in there once a week. Yeah. Yeah, like, stroller day. <laughs> yeah, best. You know. Stroller day. We actually did – me and Angela one day, we did this gnarly uh, – I was trying to hold some obnoxious uh, pace, like a sub-7 for like four miles. And it got pretty nasty. I took the stroller the last couple miles, and we did it. I mean, we got all the way down to like six – 37s or something like that and we were booking it on the last two miles and it was like that point where you're about to your body's gonna break down we're trying to push the stroller that fast you're like is this any longer like is this safe now you know what I mean like you gotta start questioning like okay well at what point do I slow down just just for the fact that I have the stroller so that's pretty but we were peaked for something uh anywho so uh we had that, and then after that, I think you had, that's when you guys, that's when I remember you guys start kind of talking to me, and you're like, hey, can you look at this run program? I think mm-hmm. that was the first time I dealt with you guys as far as like a coach, mm-hmm. um, and you guys were like, hey, look at this run program, what do you think? I was like, let me do some more research. I was like, you know, I'm, a, I'm a, obviously a big advocate of cross-training. I think you should spend just as much time bulletproofing your body and injury prevention and getting stronger as you should spend time pounding pavement. I think anything done repetitively uh, is going to cause injury. I, I really do. Uh, a lot of people are probably going to argue with me on that one until they're blue in the face or until we're all dead. it's scientifically but proven. Yeah, I, I, really, I really do think you have to. No elite-level athlete just does their sport all day, every day. There's always some type of injury present, uh, prevention or cross-training going on there, even if it's just simple strength training and mobility type well, stuff. A lot so, of accommodation, right? Uh, and being the fact that I am a runner by trade, 
uh, and like more competitive like obstacle course racer. I wouldn't say runner. Runner's like newer for me too, like just running. But being a CrossFitter for so long, I've definitely seen the benefit. So that was the first thing I told you guys. I was like, hey, this this is going to be a good kind of program. So I think at first, I think we kind of dove into, let's just teach Lottie. You've been in CrossFit for a while. So I was like, mm-hmm. let's just teach Lottie how to train in general. So I think we kept it pretty simple for a while. I taught you how to do like back squats, cleans, like the simple movements, like anything you need to get strong, basically. Uh, we noticed really early on that you're pretty naturally athletic. Uh, you caught on things pretty quickly. So we're like, okay, let's see where this goes. Uh, so How again, long have you been going um, CrossFit for? Sorry. So no, you're good. So we didn't know. I think I officially like May of last year right. was like I actually went in full, okay. full fledged, mm-hmm. I guess. But then I was on vacation for three weeks in July, and I am a teacher, <laughs> so August was not. And so those two months off, like just from Restarted May you. to June, almost yeah, don't count it. Kind like, of like yeah. So I would say officially started like last September, probably. Yeah. So you definitely got less than a year underneath your belt. So. Um, I've noticed a huge improvement already, and then just the fact that Angela's been doing it for quite a while, and you're still getting stronger every year, learning new tricks, all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. How would you guys say that what both of you have done, like Angela has it, but Lottie, you can definitely give testimony on this one. How would you say your fitness is currently, running included, compared to before, like now that you have cross-training layered in with the running? Like oh, it's, it's, it, I think it's what I always knew I should be doing, mm-hmm. <laughs> but never knew how to do. Um, because I always, I mean, you read the research and it always says, like, don't just run. Like, the best way to not have runner's knee or to, have, to prevent, all, prevent all these injuries that runners chronically have, um, you need to be some sort of, doing some sort of strength training with yeah. it, right? Um, working on your joints and strengthening everything. And so I always knew that in my head. Yeah. Um, but actually going forward and doing that mm-hmm. never really happens. So. Have you suffered from anything like that injury-wise or, like? Uh, kind of. I messed up my knee in college being stupid. I, like, bought a pair of... I wanted to go out on my run, and I'd left my shoes, mm. and so I was like, oh, I'll wear my Walmart sneakers, it's just right. three miles, and messed up my knee. It took about a year to get it back, but yeah. okay. that's... <laughs> I ran it half in silly. nanos. My <laughs> <laughs> fucking knee still hurts right here. I believe you, dude. That's not, not very good. Yeah, that was stupid. Nanos are cool, but yeah, they're only good for like 5K and under. Well, I was just going to walk it, or just hang out, and then like, after one mile, I was like, oh, I'm just going to go a little faster, and then, of then course, I was yeah. just... Three, two, one, go. Yeah, yeah. you know how that goes. You know how that goes. So you would say the difference between adding cross training in is like almost like night and day. Like it's yeah. definitely like it's definitely made you guys faster as runners. Yeah, better your sport. And uh, do you feel like you have less chance of injury now? Like definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Being a little more bulletproof. Yeah. Uh, one yeah. one thing I really want to talk about is uh, I get a lot of questions on, especially when people come to me, they're just runners, and then they ask my opinion on like, hey, how should I do this? How do I incorporate things? One of the first things out of their mouth is, am I going to get bigger? Am I going to gain weight? Like, mm. is that going to make me slower? Like, putting on more muscle. Like, mm-hmm. what's your guys' opinion on that without me saying anything about it? Well, I'm not slower, <laughs> so yeah. no to that one. Um, <laughs> have you I, gained weight? I, have, I was going to oh, say, the scale that? says the same number. Okay. So the scale hasn't changed. Um, but I've been noticing, like, hey, my legs are looking, like, stronger. I've always had more chicken legs and not been, like, a strong person. Mm-hmm. So I've been noticing more muscle mass in my body, which is really neat. I have yet to check, like, body fat ratios yeah. and all that. But, um, yeah, I feel stronger. Yeah. So it feels good. Um, I would say that, like, running after a training day has been – is harder. Mm-hmm. You know, because normally I wasn't that sore. I don't get sore from running normally unless I'm doing crazy hills, which are hard to find in all grove anyway. Um, and so that I do feel heavier when I'm running at times, mm-hmm. especially if it's like after a day that I'm sore. But um, if anything, it helps because the next day I'm less sore because I'm moving around, you yeah. know, and stretching everything Absolutely. out. 
Uh, do you guys feel like, like when I program, say, a heavy deadlift day for you guys or have you like, lift something substantially heavy, yeah, your legs feel heavy on the run the next day for sure. That's yeah. everybody. Yeah. Do you guys feel like if I gave you a, a time trial or like intervals the next day, do you have a hard time hitting those or do you still pretty much hit the goals that I give you? I think we hit them every single time. Because even on I'll bump it up, Josh. Then. <laughs> exactly. No, but like even <laughs> on our time trial, our five k time trial that we did two weeks ago, we had done like single leg dumbbell deadlifts, and like our hamstrings mm, were like sore to the touch. Like mm. they hurt to get out with the car and everything. And like, but we like warmed up really well, yeah. and then we like hit a complete like we totally like blew our time trial like. We hit it perfectly. Yeah. So, I mean, even though it, like, hurt and, like, the whole time you're thinking, like, this sucks, this sucks. But, like, I think mentally we both just were, like, we really, 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 really want this. Like, we can do it. it just, like, just fight through the soreness a little bit. And I think it helped. Yeah. So. so if you um, – a lot of people, that's the second argument I get. One, people come to me and they're like, ah, I really don't want to cross-train and lift heavy weights. I'm going to get too big. I won't have my runner's body anymore. I'm like, one, your runner's body is not that cool in the first place. Two, wow. that's always a side <laughs> joke. Yeah. But two, because I, mean, I, I definitely had that body. Like I was always a smaller, leaner athlete, like no muscle mass at all, just skinny, tall, skinny dude. Um, so like I liked being more of the CrossFit body, like the kind of hybrid in between. Like I'm still – skinnier than most CrossFit athletes that like lift all the time, but I'm more muscular than a runner, so I'll take the in-between all day. Mm -hmm. uh, thing number two that people always say is, well, my running's going to suffer because of the strength training. I'm too sore to run, and that's why I wanted to bring that up uh, from you guys' point of view, because I agree. Yes. Yes, you're definitely sore. Right. You're not too sore to run. Right. It's a uh, there is so much research. Yeah, you're doing more. Yeah, you're doing more There's so much research that... out there that proves that you cannot further damage the muscle once you've already torn it through strength training. So if you're doing something lighter and more like running or rowing or cycling the next day, you're not going to cause any more damage to that muscle. You're not tearing it any further, uh, none of that. And it actually speeds up recovery to do aerobic work. People that do aerobic work, uh, this is why also my argument for runners and crossfitters could both benefit from Runners could benefit from strength training. Crossfitters could benefit from Running. more aerobic work because yeah. it actually helps you heal faster. Mm -hmm. So when crossfitters do competitive training, they're all busted up. and like, how am I going to get through my training week? Well, when you get to your rest day, if you went out for a 5K or a 5-miler, you would actually recover faster than everyone else would because you actually flushed all that, all the bad stuff yeah. out. Yeah, um, the so only yeah. time I would say that we don't go crazy with, like, training and stuff is, like, the week of the race. Well, yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, yeah. we're like, tapers, obviously. Oh, yeah, yeah tapers like, taper. And that's even Definitely. competition. But it's matter. so hard because, like, with this last 5K, we're like – we just want to go do something, you know, yeah, like yeah, let's do a, like a couple of push-ups. We'll do a little bit of this, a little mm -hmm. bit of that. And it's like, no, you got to rest so that your body like can it go It tapers a tough it. thing to talk to people about. You train people so hard. And uh, if you're training correctly, uh, any training cycle, I don't care if it's strength cycle, running cycle, whatever, or like you guys are doing like a hybrid program, you should get up to a point where you kind of feel beat up. You know what I mean? Yes. You get to that point because that's adaptation has to yeah. take place. You have to break your body down for it to regrow. So the whole point is you break it up, you bring it all the way up to a peak, you're kind of busted up, and then you start that taper. The volume starts to come down, intensity starts to come down, uh, and then your body starts really repairing. Well, that last little taper before the race, you guys usually, that week you should feel like, every day you should wake up feeling like, I need to go do more, I need to do more. Because mm -hmm. now you know your body's primed and peak. That's how you know you peaked properly. But if you're still feeling beat up or run down that week, you didn't do it right. So, mm -hmm. um, that's, uh, so we'll go ahead and dive into the next little, that's a good segue for like the coaching versus not coaching obviously we know your background now we know you guys didn't have any like formal coaching you just had like maybe you had a run plan maybe you're following whatever crossfit program you're on how do you guys feel now that you have like a resource that's like a crossfit coach and a run coach to like put these things together like do you guys feel like it's helped at all like do you like not having coach having coach like just give me your opinions on 
Hmm. About it. <laughs> well, when we didn't have a coach, we didn't have to go out and be like, we have to go this fast, otherwise we, yeah. had, to, we had to send our times to coach, you know what yeah. I mean, even that's like okay. you. But like, it's just, I think it's nice because it holds you more accountable yeah. versus like, you know, one day when you're just like, oh, we'll just, we're supposed to do six miles, we'll just do five or four right. or whatever. Mm-hmm. So like having a training plan and having a coach and having that person you have to be accountable to besides like each other yeah. is, I think, like definitely helpful. And I know there aren't as many holes in the program as if we were doing it, you know, because right. I'm, you know, I know you have the education for it and the knowledge for it. And so I feel more confident that, okay, this is going to work and um, kind of trust the process a little bit more. Yeah. Um, and I've, we've seen the results too. Right. So mm-hmm. it's not just like this blind trust. We've seen that when we stick to your plan and, and you know, times and everything. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> even though day, they I mean, suck. Just going back uh, to like two weekends ago, times. we were all there for the 5K, the Run for Hunger. Uh, we literally, you know, we all sat down as a group and we're like, hey, let's 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 win this race. You know, we sat down and we're like, let's do this. So we looked up the times from last year, the winners, and we're like, we need to get you, you guys weren't there. So we're like, we have yeah. six weeks, yep. you know, exactly <laughs> from the night we talked about it. So I literally came up with a plan, wrote it on the board. You guys took a picture of it. And I'm like, here's what I want you to do. Yeah. Here's day's training, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then to be able to do that work, and then you guys gave me, there was a little bit of negative feedback in there. It was like, you know, like Angela sent me the little pukey emojis for some of the and stuff like that. And I'm like, I'm like, dude, just hit. I was like, do what you All can. Love. Hit the pace. All right. love. Hit the pace as close as you can. You know, I'll give you a 15 you second later. Anyway. But then it's pretty cool to like choose a goal, have someone write out a plan, and six weeks later achieve that goal. Right. Like, and that's, the goal couldn't have been any higher. It's not like you guys settle for like, oh, we just want to like get this time. It's no, we want to win this race. Like, yeah. And you guys end up coming in first and second place. So overall females. So that, I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, I was super stoked. Uh, I think I was more happy than you guys. When I saw you guys coming. There was a couple of dudes had finished, and I'm sitting there with my camera out, and I'm like, they did it. Yeah, they did it. And I'm looking at my watch, and I'm like, they did it right on time. And you guys came flying in, and I was super happy. And that's one of those proudest moments from, like, a coach's perspective is, like, you know, like, I put in so – I feel like I put in so much time and effort over the past seven years, like, really trying to dial in and, like, test these programs because there's so many cookie-cutter programs online. And you could just pull them from all these places. And what I've tried to do is, like, look at the results they've given different athletes and then pick it apart and try to figure out, okay, well, what does this program have in common with this program? Why is this one different from that one? And then find the best – the best variation of all of those that go together and like me i'm never going to have my athletes just run it's always going to be a three-day week program running and you're always going to cross train four to five days a week always it's just i live and die by it because i know what it's done for me so i think that can really help other people and now having you two to also go along you know follow those footsteps and to achieve success in it i'm like i just want more people to know like hey we're not just throwing this information out there for no reason like we know it works we keep trying it testing it improving it over and over and over again so hopefully you guys continue to do We'll start bumping it up. We got 5K, and now we'll hit the 10K and get you guys back up to half marathon and full again. So, I have a you guys question, Josh, for the training. Yeah. Uh, do you have them do like more fitness style or the performance side? I actually, uh, athletes, once they're at this level, like I said, Lottie's a little bit different story. She hasn't been doing CrossFit for a year, but she showed early on that she was like naturally athletic and very coordinated. So, we kind of let her. Well, I would say more performance, man. Yeah. In all, in all honesty, uh, you would think. That How do you the tailor it towards goes, a runner a little bit, rather than like say, for example, just a regular CrossFit athlete? Do you have them do like little less skill stuff as far as like handstands and stuff yes. like that? Yes. Like, Take out anything that's not necessary. If the yeah. main goal is winning a race, dude, it's if it's not necessary, if it's not going to benefit me for that, it's it's a coming like out. Like muscle ups. Yeah. I, snatching. No, snatching is really good. Oh, yeah. Yeah, snatching is really good. Power cleans is really good. Okay. Yeah, power snatches in general. Uh, yeah, squat yeah. snatch, take it out. Yeah. Wouldn't yeah. even wouldn't even use it for anything. But uh, like power snatch is always going to be really good. Uh, I'll have these guys do a lot of 
Kipping pull-ups? Um, kipping pull-ups are fine. Yeah. Cardi- I call it cardio. Yeah. So kipping pull-ups are. But strict pull-ups, they do our upper body strength progression too. Mm-hmm. Like oh, the cool. ones that you guys wrote. So I have them do a lot of that stuff. Um, one thing I would definitely say is like a coach when it comes to like individualized programming like that, uh, sometimes I'll definitely recommend single arm dumbbell work or single leg dumbbell or kettlebell work. Uh, so if you move a barbell or anything bilateral too yeah, much, especially if you're that running, doesn't translate to super, doesn't translate yeah. to your sport very much. So you want to make sure you're as balanced as possible. So busting out a kettlebell and doing some you know single leg RDLs and things like that can really make sure there's no imbalances. Yeah. Because when you start logging the miles, we don't do any kind of crazy volume training whatsoever. Even mm-hmm. for like marathon, we do not run as much as people would think that normal training programs do. So we keep the volume relatively low, so you don't have to get banged up. But what I will have to say is you do have to make sure your training is specific to running still. So you got to do your heavy dead. So all your strength work is still going to be a barbell. You yeah. know, squat, bench, overhead press, deadlift, power clean. Those are general rules of all strength conditioning to get stronger. But when it comes to accessory movements, you can kind of alter these things and do the single arm, single leg work, work yeah. on balance and stability. And you just want to make sure both sides are even. So if you got one side that's stronger than the exactly. other one, you're running that many more. miles, it could cause, you know, the smallest yeah. thing could cause an issue over a long set of time. Oh, yeah. So pretty cool. So you guys definitely, coaching maybe it's harder, but it's better to have a coach. <laughs> yeah, I think everyone yeah. can agree with that. Probably. Exactly, yeah. Because yeah. they're going to push you to do so you don't want to do it. Always, but yeah. It right. better, right? there's all, yeah, I feel like there's always a benefit to having that. Well, and you um, have to blame. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Freaking coach didn't. <laughs> uh, last thing I want to dive into, um, we could touch on this as little or as much as you guys want to, but I really want to talk about the fact that both of you guys are moms, obviously. We clarified that. Kids are a day apart. So the kids are two, two and a half now-ish going on. Um, so we know you guys have kids. Do you plan on having one? Do you plan on having more kids? Yes. Both of you guys are. Yes, more. Yeah, probably have more. So we'll probably have do you guys? Five. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <I was> like, <laughs> uh, do you guys plan on continuing this lifestyle? Yes. Like with kids, yes. so it's definitely not going to deter you from that. Thing number two, you guys both work full time jobs. I always thought that was pretty cool. Like I hear a lot of excuses about people being like, you know, I have kids. Like I can't do this. I can't do that. But I see you guys almost every day. Um, literally. literally almost every day um, and you guys have kids you have families you have other obligations besides just fitness um, how do you guys what do you think the best piece of advice you can give someone that wants to get into this world but that might be their excuse like I have a full time job I have kids do you guys have any tips or tricks for any other moms or family people out there I feel like they're too busy <laughs> find another mom because <laughs> uh, we'll work out together and we'll have the boys with us a lot of the times, which I like I think you do too. Yes. It's nice to have them there and see what we're doing and mm. see us like working hard <laughs> and uh, hitting these challenges and um, and they have fun with it. They have each other, which is nice too. Oh, yeah. They have someone to play with. Um, but it's hard. I mean, it's not easy, but it's important to us and it's yeah. important. I want my I want my son. Like for me, seeing my mom, my mom will run out. She's a runner. She runs every single day. And like for me to know that it's important to invest in your health. Yeah. You know, so that's what I want to teach our kids. Yeah, I agree. I think finding a friend that's like in the same life stage as you, I think it's it's made it easier when I met Lottie because it's like she understood like I've got the kid with me today, so it wasn't like an inconvenience to have to like have them tag along and things like that. It's not like oh you got your kid, so like we're not gonna be, like our time's gonna be messed up because we got to take breaks to like yeah. break up a fight and it's like <laughs> we gotta fill that Change in now. Over. You know what I mean? <laughs> so you know, it's I think it's just important to find someone to train with and just. It just becoming a part of your like lifestyle, as cliche as that is, and everyone says that like maybe a lifestyle choice, but it's I prioritize like working out. Like it makes if I don't like I get super anxious and like I'll have like a super bad day, especially when Knox was really little. 
if I couldn't like get my like hour in of like something, like yeah. I just felt like things got overwhelming really, really quickly. So I think it just, it. Okay. yeah, it makes me a better mm -hmm. mom by taking mm -hmm. that hour away. And I think what a lot of moms feel, and I felt a little bit at the beginning was you get, you feel guilty because you feel like you're taking that hour away from your kids. Like, oh, this is an hour I could spend with my kids or I could be doing, you know, this for my child in this hour. But if you don't take care of yourself, you can't take care of You're your kids. You're not taking care of anybody. Right, and like it's, it, well our kids are with us in the gym and you know, even if we um, do go to like group classes and things like that, like being able to bring them with us, you know, or so they can like be raised around it, I think is really important. Yeah, I think, I think you shouldn't worry about what other people think too, about like, oh, you're supposed to spend more time with your kids doing something like, Everyone's so different. Like right. it's it's hard to generalize that. And yeah, even when people say they're with their kids all the time, they're just on their phone the whole time. Like, oh, you're with your kid, but you're not really right. Spending yeah, a lot how of time with your are kid. you? Yeah, yeah. How it's like are you being? I, I, I eight like, hours a day. I'm like, dude, you're generally talking like, and like day, or, a lot of you was saying a minute ago too. Like the kids seeing that and then watching them emulate it, and like, and they copy you, and like yeah. you see them doing stuff. That's something I like, didn't think about. You're actually creating a bond. Mm -hmm. Now you have a commonality. So they're always going to look at you like, oh, this is just what my mom does. They don't know any different. So it's not like, oh, it's mom's workout hour. It's just, no, that's the hour yeah. that mom does that thing mm -hmm. every single day. Um, and then they're going to want to do it too because your kids always want to do what you yeah, exactly. do, especially when they're little. You know, mm -hmm. Now when they become little buttheads and they're, you know, those weird ages, they probably don't want anything to do with any of us. When they're a teenager, they don't want to talk to you at all. Let's right? use it, yeah. <laughs> let's use it while we can, though. So I think it's pretty cool. So, yeah, I think just making it a priority is like... What do you think the biggest challenge was to make it a priority or the thing that you had to overcome like the hardest thing well i think um i am i established my fitness routine like my like that being a part of like um, my daily routine like a while ago so like before i had children then i continued to work out like during pregnancy and i knew like this was going to be like my thing so like when i get home i like from work i get changed you know hang out with knox for a second and then we work out for like an hour hour and a half and then you know like we don't always have like a hot meal on you know the dinner table like so we meal prep and like just really like setting yourself up for that um and like sometimes it is a challenge like i'm tired after work or mm -hmm. you know but i just know if i like if i go home and like sit on the couch and watch start getting TV, lazy it's gonna make everything else worse, yeah it makes you know? everything else worse and like i'll it just I don't know. It makes me well with my soul to like be able to work out and get things done. Yeah. Otherwise, but there are challenges, and it's just fitting it in. Like, where are you wasting an hour? Not wasting, but like spending an hour on you could be doing something to improve your health. Yeah. Uh, biggest challenge for me was work. Honestly, mm. um, I'm a teacher, and so just because it's three o'clock doesn't mean my work is done. Um, but technically, I could leave. So for me, it was just setting that boundary of, okay, I'm done with work. So I try to be done with, I try to leave by 4, 4.30, maybe 5 sometimes, and I'll go home, or I go with my son. I try to hang out with him for a while before we hang out, and then often we'll bring him with us mm -hmm. to work out. So I get more time with him. Um, but for me, it was just making that boundary with work. Okay, yeah. where am I working? Where am I, like, I don't need to bring work home. You know, setting that boundary of getting yeah. things done at work and then setting a time clock or yeah, we had that this last year. Yeah, yeah, this last year I started doing like my one late day. So I have one late day a week that I do spit, I do stay later. Um, and that's normally the day we don't work out too. So when I do get home, I am just with, with my son. Yeah. Um, and then the other days, like I try to go to the clock. I have an alarm that comes on and says like, you know, it's time to start packing things up. And so then I go home, I'm with my son, and then we'll come and, and work out. So I get to... I don't feel that guilt of 
work of, of stealing time from him. Yeah. And then when we bring him, especially that for me, that's even more fun because he gets to see what we're doing. He mm. has a friend to play with, and yeah, kind who of cares? Best of work. Who well, cares if you have to stop mid workout to like grab them or do whatever? Like yeah. some people are like, well, we do interrupt my workout." <laughs> yeah, and you guys like your videos yeah, are you pretty stop. funny. Most people stop and freaking go outside and drink some water or do a chalk up every five seconds. You're probably wasting the same amount of time as they're just right. exactly. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Exactly. And so. if they're having like a particularly like rough toddler day, we'll do like an I go you go style workout. Mm -hmm. So then oh, it's yeah. like whoever's not. Off, yeah, off. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it works so out really good. One of you watches perfectly. the kids while the other person goes. Switch yeah. back and forth. That work out perfect yeah, for you and uh, partner training, man. Exactly. Okay. Okay. Kids, you work. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Yeah, but it works pretty well, and we've done that numerous times, just yeah. just with Knox there, you know, just me and Angela. That works out really well. Um, last thing I want to touch on was, um, what do you uh, do? You guys have any good resources? Uh, obviously, you said how you met was like in a nursing group. Do you have any resources for the other moms out there that are kind of looking to? They want to live this lifestyle. They think it's really cool. They just aren't sure how to get into it. Uh, do you have like a good like? What's a really good way for someone to start meeting other like fit moms? And I know it's like moms run this town. Yeah, mm -hmm. really good one. It's yeah. a great way to get mm -hmm. started. And almost every city has one. So yeah. Elk Groves is really so moms run this town is a really good resource. Uh, just shameless plug here for you guys Instagram. Uh, if you guys kind of want to see what these guys are doing every day, they they videotape a lot of it. Uh, so it's a uh, Mama Runs Best right on Instagram. So you guys can follow that. I think it's Mama underscore Runs underscore Best. You can follow them on Instagram. You'll get kind of an inside look at what it looks like to work out with the little terrible twos around. Mm -hmm. uh, it's pretty fun. So we do have a garage gym set up at my house that they use. Um, our uh, A lot of our gyms have kids' areas. Uh, downtown Sacramento does not. We haven't really needed it yet, and it's a small space. But all the other gyms, like Lodi, everybody brings their kids with them. So yeah. Anthony loves kids. So if you ever see him, make sure you bring all the kids. He'll watch them for you. So, uh, watch them real good. That's one of the things I love about I'll CrossFit watch them keep is going like, crazy. Obviously, everybody, like, people have families. You know what I mean? And yeah. you can't just tell people, like, hey, sorry, but you can't bring your kids in here. So CrossFit's super cool about the community and, like, allowing kids to come in. And I love, like, Saturdays people bring their kids in and we line them up all over against the wall, put them on the boxes, and they sit there and watch and cheer for their parents. It's super cool to watch, man. Yeah. You know, I think it's really neat. And then as they get older, start coming to our kids' programs. Yeah. So we get really well, get them into the it. habits of, you know, yeah. exercise and eating yeah. well. And seeing that it's a young, normal, a normal thing, yeah. Yeah, but I think just reaching out through either if like running's your thing, finding your mom runs this town chapter, or like Mama's in Motion, or yeah, there's no a few different moms. no excuse moms. Like there's a couple that like can meet if you're not a CrossFitter. Like there's right. other options. They meet up mm -hmm. in parks and things like that. But it's just finding some type of community and finding at least one other mom where you're comfortable to like reach out. And then it's just kind of nice to see your kids grow up together, to see you each grow as like athletes and like push each other. So just like reaching out in a creepy Facebook message, like that's all it takes. It's just like <laughs> that's just, <a> creepy. <laughs> just one, just one like touch. You know what I mean? Like yeah, put yourself yeah. outside your comfort zone and like just reach out. I agree, and I think if you're thinking about it, there's probably there's a so hundred other people. moms out yeah. there thinking the same exact thing. So, and that same thing goes for dads. Yeah, there's probably not going to be say, as many dads. There's not going to be that many groups out there. But like, I am a dad, and I love fitness. So like, finding other dudes to like do stuff with is pretty hard. But like for me. I'm in the CrossFit world, so it's kind of cool. So I can, it's pretty easy because everyone's here. So it's accessible for me to meet other people. Single dad, shout out to him if he watches this. SDM? SDM. Uh, so, but yeah, same thing. You get to meet people that they have kids also, and like you're, you're in the same culture. So you understand. You, right. you understand what it takes. And so if you invite someone out on like hikes and all that kind of stuff, um, you know, it is what it is. But uh, Dorian, can you grab the door for us, please? You can edit that one out. But anywho, um, so moms run this town, all those other resources, things like that. Uh, Mama Runs Best on Instagram. Other than that, I think that's pretty much it, man. Thank you guys for 
chit-chatting with us today. I'm sure hopefully that gave someone like a better insight into kind of what all's going on behind the scenes with you guys. So congratulations on taking the yeah, first and second in the run for hunger. Uh, what do you guys have planned? What's next? What's next on the race list? <laughs> we got to talk to Coach. But we're taking Urban Cow. Taking Urban Cow, urban half. Cow. Urban Cow, Go half. straight from 5K to half marathon. And then yeah. we'll, we'll do a Spartan. Probably Spartan November, in there too. maybe. November, Spartan. I'm speaking my language. I'll get you guys geared <laughs> up for that. Uh, thanks for watching, guys. Uh, as always, feel free to like this video. Please subscribe for more content from us over here at ASAP. Uh, Anthony, you got anything in closing? Shameless plugs or any good no, stuff? No, not really. Awesome. Instagram, underscore, ASAP fit, underscore. Uh, follow our YouTube channel. We post in, you know, all our podcasts and then uh, all the other goodies. Josh is posting a lot of running stuff, so you guys want to look at that. He also has all running programs. Um, Subscribe on iTunes, get to ASAP Podcast. That's about it, though. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Catch you on the next one.